PFT Media. You are now listening to Cinema Crespediso. This Crespo Radio Show. Everybody likes it. Listen to a shit. What is up, ladies and gentlemen? It is me, Chris Crespo. I'm hanging in the Crespo studio, and I'm here with your best of August 2022. That's right. Here are some of our reviews from the last four episodes that you've missed. Why did you miss those episodes? Because you don't sign up to patreon.com slash crespodiso so why don't you fix that today go to patreon.com slash crespodiso and sign up for the show we do new episodes every week plus bonus episodes every friday uh so that's two episodes a week plus there's the crespo disco that comes out at the beginning of each month and anytime I may think of posting something else or even writing something and posting it online, it's all going to go to the Patreon and it's for the patrons. So sign up today. Anywhere from $1 to $5 gets you access to everything. And then you'll be helping out the show. You'll be helping me out. You'll be helping out Drew Cogburn and helping essentially with our streaming bills because those streaming services are getting pricey. So here you go. Here are reviews of movies from the last month. And if you want to know what else we think about other stuff, you're going to have to listen to the full episodes at patreon.com slash So, which you can do today all on your own. Sign up. Help us out. Be cool. Thanks, guys. We appreciate it. Thanks, gals. You're awesome. Bye-bye. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 500 of Cinema Crespediso. I'm your host, Chris Crespo, chilling in the Crespediso studio. It is the beginning of August. The dog days of summer are here. Oh, boy. It is so hot. It is so hot, and there's no holidays to speak of for months. For, well, I guess, Labor Day. But Labor Day. <laughs> it's, it's not a holiday. It's bullshit. But Labor Day bullshit is what it is. Uh, here on our pre-Labor Day bullshit with me is Drew Sikog Venture. How's it going? What up, dude? Uh, we saw Bullet Train. Yes, we did. Uh, could you use more bullets? Where are all the bullets? Ah, surprisingly, surprisingly I mean, the train, lack of bullets. the train was a bullet, Chris. Uh, the train itself is the bullet. A bullet to Kyoto. Yes. Um, and, and passed and through. And into. Passed through. Passed through. Isn't that a <laughs> Nine Nail song? Um, bullet train spoiler free review here we go what you think a lot of fun that's what a movie neon soaked yep. action packed yep I mean in all reality action comedy yes fully leading into comedy Appar- apparently something that they decided to do when they started shooting which I was totally okay with yeah. and with some of the surprise cameos really leaned into the comedy. A couple of surprise cameos for sure. One wordless one was pretty funny. I mean, it's almost it's, it's almost the equivalent of, of, of what's his name, um, Coolio popping up in Leprechaun in the Hood. Like, I like is that Coolio? I, I don't want to ruin it, but like, yeah, the cameo was great. Yeah, good cameos. It was the same. Yeah, good fun cameos. Um, and uh, you know, like Brad Pitt's obviously the lead or like the lead actor, but it's an ensemble. Oh, you know, yeah, because. 
because of the way that the story's told, like mm-hmm. it's 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 fun, and we get these little side stories with the other characters mm-hmm. and the quote unquote, uh, his quote unquote antagonists. Yes, yeah, all the uh, you know they set up on in the marketing that he's a uh, 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 hired professional to, to to steal a briefcase, and uh, he's on a train with a bunch of other like skilled killers, and and they're all trying to get the same thing. That's how it's marketed. It's not exactly it's not, that. That's not. I mean. It is, but it's not. Yeah, there's more going I mean, on, is, leading to all the people that, being on the train. That is, I mean, I mean, that is like the base plot of it, mm-hmm. but it is, it is way more intricate than that. Yeah, it definitely feels like, uh, I mean, it's based on a novel. Yeah. Bunch of, all these seemingly very loosely connected stories that then get connected as uh, as it progresses. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, 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 I, I think it. it's good. Yeah, I enjoyed everyone in it. Yeah. I mean, Brad Pitt obviously is very charming and... Mm-hmm. and uh, likable and, yeah. and fun to watch. He's doing a lot of his own stunts and choreography, I'm, which is cool. I'm a big fan of this trend of people and they're not being subtitles. Where so it's like if you don't understand, yep. Sorry, man. Fucking deal. Shit deal out with of it. You, you are S O L. That's your fault for not being bilingual or whatever. Um, yeah, I'm totally fine with that. Yeah, that's, it's fun. It's fun. That's fun. Um, and then he get. Uh, then we see we got the twins, right? Aaron yep. Taylor Johnson. Yep, Aaron Johnson Taylor, Aaron Taylor Johnson, and Brian Tyree. Uh, What's up with these names? (laughs) I just realized that now. Uh Maybe they're the twins. Maybe so you got ATJ and BTH, (laughs) and uh, BTH do the do the accent, do a bunch of accent work, mate. Uh, I mean, I guess English. I guess it sounded good. Sounded good to me. I I don't know. I can't tell. (laughs) (laughs) It was fine. It was acting. I'm sure. I mean, I'm sure Aaron Taylor Johnson was like there to help him a little yeah. bit, or maybe he was just like, "Oh fuck it, he's whatever." With this movie, who cares? Yeah, look, we're not doing a period piece look here. At this movie, like, <laughs> you see what Michael Shannon looks like? Come on, this movie is ridiculous. Are you see? Do you see the suit that I am wearing? Yeah, <laughs> Mandos. That suit is fucking killer. Some dude. good, some good fashion. <laughs> I gotta say, some interesting fashion choices in this one. Um, yeah, they're really good. And uh, Joey King, she's in this movie, the the princess. On Hulu, have you seen that pop no. up on your streaming flipping? No, I, I I do recognize your face. There was some show about like uh, overprotective mother keeping her kid sick. She was oh, bald. like a Munchausen yeah. type of thing. Oh, that's yeah. I remember her face from that. What was that? Yeah, yeah, she's been kicking around for a while now, mm-hmm. Joey King, and um, she was in. Um, she is young Talia Al Ghul in okay. The Dark Knight Rises. Okay, jumping out of the out of the the thing. Yeah. That, that's her, which is very funny. Um, yeah, she's been around for a while. She's she's good in this. She she plays an interesting character and she does it well. Um, she's in this movie, The Princess, which is like an action movie that's supposed to be pretty good. It's on Hulu. Okay, the direct the Hulu type thing, which I'm not a fan of. And. Yeah, stupid. And uh, I've just realized I wrote here. Well, I, I, wrote, I wrote bullet train with two T's in my notes. That's wrong. It's with, with one T. <laughs> That's a different movie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> McQueen and bullet train. Bullet train. <laughs> that, that'd be fucking wild. Um, and I'm going to spell with an I to fix it. There we go. I-T-T. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, come on. What, 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 what's this kind of movie? This, want, I mean, this, I, I got everything I wanted. I, hand-to-hand stuff. I saw the trailer, and I was like, I want to see this movie. I want to see this. And I watched the movie, and I was like, that was the movie. That's the movie. movie. It had jokey jokes. It had, uh, you know. It had action. It had neon. It had fun splash of Japanese cold. Super, super saturated colors everywhere. Uh, uh, Well timed. uh, (laughs) Beautifully lighting uh, Brad Pitt's face. Yep. 
Yeah, I mean, it's it's like I don't I don't know how much we can really get into this thing without. I mean, it's just very. Uh, it's not like it's that deep or anything. No, or, well, I know, mean, it it is, but at the same time, it's not. Yeah, it's it's yeah. a layer of depth to it. Sure, I mean, there's some going on. Brad Pitt's going through this whole journey of uh, yeah, like exactly like oh we gotta approach the world you know in a nicer way. I've been speaking to my therapist, but it, he's like in an annoying way. Like he just got out of his first month of therapy. Yeah, and he's like oh he's I super got, into it. I got it all figured out <laughs> now, man. Uh, so that's that's a funny take, a funny funny character the type I have. And then everyone else around him is pretty pretty cynical, which is the uh, most part. Yeah, so that so that works. That's a good balance there. Uh, it's only two hours too, right? This movie, yeah, yeah it's only two hours. It's a good runtime. For, for this kind of thing. And especially when you consider it is bouncing. I want like four storylines. Yeah. I mean, it's, four sort of loosely connected storylines, maybe even five. For me, it was, it was a fun stylized modern action movie. Yeah. It's a new story. So I'm fucking intrigued always by that. Yeah. The novels from like 2011. So it's not even like it's that old of a book. And it was just recently translated into English within the last couple of years, I believe. Well, that's probably how it got on somebody's desk. Yeah, sure. Um, so, man, maybe I should check out this novel and then and, and whatever else this guy's writing. I'm always looking for some new stuff to read, although mm-hmm. I got a stack of books. Like, oh, my God. I got all this shit. I just keep stack buying of, books. Stack of books next to your stack of movies, next to your stack of streaming shit, yeah, next oh my to your God. stack of video games. My stack of streaming shit is so ridiculous. All these stupid streams oh stacked up on top of each other. <laughs> Taking up so much space, stupid streams. It's almost a river now. I'm, I'm, f- I'm flowing. I'm, 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 I'm getting lost down this stupid river of content. It's a river of content, is what it is. That's for sure. Um, okay, so yeah, bullet train. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. Oh. All right. So not in theaters. I watched Prey. So did I. All right. What you think? It was. I really wish we did in theaters, Chris. It should have been in a <laughs> fucking theater. This is probably the best Predator movie since the first one. Since Predator. <laughs> like all the other ones, like they just don't. I mean, I like, we, we talk about Predator 2 in depth. I like Predator 2 I mean, very much, but it's I, no Predator. I, exactly. There, there's something about just the, the simple man being hunted like all of a sudden man is not the apex yeah yeah the the, the baddest men being hunted yeah like it's it's always fun and this time especially with the time shift and then like there are even throwbacks to the original movie which is weird right because it's a prequel three years earlier but that that means they said it first they said it first actually (laughs) see they stole it from the comanches (laughs) that makes more sense Uh, and i i i started watching it in the comanche dub but then the the dubbing started really annoying. It's me. actually it's like dubbed. It's yeah, it's not it's, even. No. I thought they shot scenes in English and then reshot them in Comanche. So they have I. two versions. Nope, it's that, a dub. It's a straight up. They dubbed it and, and, they, I, and they even dub it well. No, it's a bad. So I couldn't. I I started watching it in Comanche, but yeah. then I could not. I couldn't finish. I I left it. I, it annoyed me at first, but I left it and after like you know twenty minutes. It's, then it becomes a whatever. Think, like watching anything dubbed, yeah. you, your brain gets used to it. But it is obnoxious. Yeah. Yes, that. Um, like why not? Why not shoot it in Comanche and then dub it in English? You dumb I fucks. Mean, I, <laughs> I, I I really wish they'd done that. Like I would have rather watched this full on in yeah. Comanche with English subtitles. It, it would have been fucking badass. Uh, being able to read their lips and be like, yeah. I can read their lips in English, but then I'm hearing Comanche, it's not working. Well, no, and, and also uh, with all the French being spoken and all the other languages, like yeah. this, it 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 would have really shown that you know North America at the time was a com- 
completely different fucking continent, yeah. country, everything. Yeah, it's such a mix of people and cultures, like, a real culture clash with, like, the, like, with the French trick. Yes, we speak English, but and this is a truly American film, yeah. but there's not, there's, there, uh, it would have been great if there wasn't a... Oh, movie. English, yeah. yeah. Leave the English to the English, <laughs> yeah, fucks. This is America where we speak Comanche and other cool languages like that. Uh, yeah, yeah, that, that's a weird, that's a weird... That really was like, oh, fuck, I forgot I'm watching a movie. Yeah. <laughs> For yeah. a second. It's like, um... Because these scenes that should be, they do. I mean, they still work. Yeah. Uh, and, and the bear, are, the bear scene. And there are parts where the thing that gets me is like, with the wolf and the rabbit. That first rabbit yeah. was a real rabbit, and that first wolf was a real wolf. And then they started running, and I was like, "These are not real animals anymore." Yeah, these things got fake. There's a there's a real dog throughout the movie. Yeah. Her 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 doggy companion, and um. Then you're constantly seeing like a reference point for a real animal, yeah. and then CG animals. Well, yeah, and mm. even even the predator's fucking practical effects, except for his face when yeah. he takes the mask when off. When he takes the mask, when the mask is on, though, that looks like no, that, that, looks, that thing real. looks incredible. That mask looks incredible. Yeah, to the point where I think maybe even the mandibles underneath, underneath are, are real. real too, but yeah. I felt like when he took it off and it then was, he was like scream, yeah. I was like, is that a CG face? Yeah, it's, right. It looked weird, yeah, and then he put yeah. the mask back yeah. on. But the scenes are dude, it's dude in suit. Yeah, it's old dude in suit. It looks, I mean. The, the original Predator looks so... I mean, any of the, any of the Predators, like the mask and yeah. all that, always looks great. There's no need to make it CG unless you're trying to do such a different design. Or if you just... Or or if what you're going for with this Predator is l- less mask use and, like, actual like, emotions or whatever, then yeah. maybe you'll need it, but... Yeah, but that's not what we're gotten here. He, all no. he did was like... Rah! Yeah, I know, exactly, yeah. Oh, his mask was cool looking, though. Awesome. Yeah, very cool looking. And obviously, it's an assortment of weapons. You know, We're like, we, we already know the three dots are, like, iconic. Yeah. We know what the three dots are. But then he breaks out, like, new sword things. Well, and yeah, the- that, and this is, I mean, this is more, I mean, I like how all the Predators are the same but different. Like, Oh, yeah, sure. Like, the original Predator used his fucking laser beams and shot fucking rockets out. And, yeah. like, this one, he just used magnetic bolts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was using, like, they like they use bows and arrows. I yeah. use bow, bow and arrows, too. Like, he waited until they started breaking up his more long-range stuff, I guess. Yeah. Um, but then I do like then when, the like, he's fighting them towards the end, and then he goes invisible, and the guy's like, cheater! <laughs> you know, you yep. Like, yeah, this dude cheats, man. He's, yeah. he's trying to be a badass hunter, but he also has, like, all these gadgets, all this shit. That's not fair. Uh, but I mean, that's I, why I enjoyed when he, well, when, he, when he fought the bear and he went hand to hand against the bear. I was like, yes! Dude, that was awesome. <laughs> that was great. Bear versus predator. That was. Be- I was like, the predator's getting fucking revenant in front yeah. of me. Yeah, it was awesome. Like, he, got, he got mauled by. Uh, and, and then bathed in his blood. <laughs> yeah, like and then it's so CG looking the bear. It's it's whatever. But it still looks so good. It's like fine. like it was still so entertaining and yeah. so fun. Um, I mean, I I get it. You can't predator can't fight a real bear. That's fine. Give me right. a CG bear. Right. I get it. What are you gonna do? And then have a have him do the thing where he's like uh, give him a big stuffed bear and yeah. then he has to like hold it to his neck and be like ah pretend no, pretend no, it's no. fighting him. Exactly. Like I get that predator versus bear. You're gonna want a CG bear. So yeah. Yeah. you know, but like. Wolf versus rabbit, like come on, guys. Yeah, just, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then come they, on. they obviously then just need more time and money to to complete these effects. It's now known, well known, that VFX artists are they're working at sweatshops. They're yeah. barely giving the time and the money to to do 
these effects as fully as they want to, you know? Well, as they can. Like, they can, yeah, they can do... Uh, the technologies, I mean, we... I think the technology's saw, there, it just takes way more time and money than people say, want to invest. I've seen, I've seen Disney movies, they've tricked me before. Mm. My brain has been tricked by Disney. At, I, one, at one point in this, it did feel like... Uh, I, I can't trust animals. <laughs> when, when cat in the beginning, I was like, oh, wow, all of a sudden, uh, it's uh, Amber Midthunder, it got dropped into Lion King here. Yeah. <laughs> she's got to take out Scar or some shit. John Favreau's Lion King. Um, Amber Midthunder is the lead of this movie. Kick ass. She's very good. From Legion is what we know her from. Yeah. Which is a few like, other things. I mean, I'm sure that's all I've seen her I in. Think so, I think so. From a chapter two, apparently. David yeah. Midthunder. Okay. And, and he's been stuff like Longmire and... And um, Westworld, okay. you know, any, you need you need an Indian, you need uh, a native authentic guy, in, authentic Indian, you need an authentic Comanche. <laughs> we got you one, we got you one right here. We, we'll call David, who now has a, a daughter, Amber. Um, and then apparently they have you know like a a, a Comanche historian expert of some sort with binders of materials for references. So we're getting you know it's sort of like the Northmen. We're getting sort of as close to a, an accurate portrayal of culture and life at that time as we can expect no. you know all these years later and in a movie in a stylized movie featuring a predator yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's all that stuff was really cool yeah no I, it, it made it feel real yeah it made it feel, and then also oh, give me some of that orange flower man oh yeah but where the fuck that shit is yeah what the hell <laughs> I, I wanna feel cold <laughs> we go to bed at night um, she was great. Amber Thunder was great, and then you know all the other actors were cool. Yeah, and, no, it and was. I thought the title card reveal was great when yeah. it pans up the sky and there's a prey in yeah. the letter. I was like, "Well, that's, <laughs> that's a fun reveal." That's well, good. It's in the theater, man. I just have to be in the theater. I think I, so. I, this is like one of the better movies that have come out on streaming, and whoever made the decision, I mean, I guess they're getting it out to a wider audience because a lot of people have seen this movie, but at the same time. Like they need to do some, they, they need to check on their quality assurance because like this movie's good, yeah, <laughs> and should have gotten proper treatment. And I feel like movies that go exclusively to streaming, that's like made well, for TV. Like I'm expecting a certain level of like, ugh. well, not a certain level of, of, it, ugh, of just, just I just know it's not going to be as good as right, right. I was expecting you know if it goes straight to streaming, okay, so it's a coming to America, then it's. Then it's fine. It's well, whatever. No, exactly. It's not going to be so, as good so, as the original, but it, it's good it, enough to watch it. Well, well, no, exactly. It, it might be like a, you know an extraction or a gray yes. man, or a, you know, there's going to be something where it's like, oh, so this is why it's on. Stream. Yeah, like yeah, it's fine. <laughs> like, it's okay. It's fine. Yeah. But this movie's better than that. This movie should have been man. We should have been walking out of the theaters, fist pumping like, and high fiving each other. <laughs> like I just see a good Predator movie. I think that was good. <laughs> I think that was good. So now there's so there's Predator, Predator Two, Predators, the Predator. Don't forget about the Predator versus Alien bullshit. Eh, it's like, it exists, Chris. It, it is part. It is canon. Uh, but is it whose canon is it though? Is the Predator, Predator canon? canon? Is it's not Alien Xenomorph canon? I mean, technically it is. I don't know. It's both. I, I feel like it fits outside of both in a weird way. But it, I mean, it does because it, it it's a garbage action movie. Oh boy, I never even saw the second one. I mean, isn't so, the second one set in like the suburbs? I I know what. One of them, what they find, they go all ancient aliens and find. That's the first some, one. That's the one I saw. Yeah, with Lance Henriksen. Yeah. See, that's why I can't be. <laughs> Lance Henriksen's in it. He's Bishop. Bishop came in AVP. So Lance Henriksen's in it. <laughs> Fun callback. And uh, yeah, they go into a, the, the pyramid, and then the humans got to team up with yeah. the Predator, which makes the Predator the good guy. Right? Which is weird. Yeah, it's weird. I don't like, I don't like that garbage. Um. So um, anyway, praise God. 
good. The only thing I, I didn't like about it is the, it. the 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 CG stuff, like yeah. the obvious CG stuff. Even his blood was a lot of it was CG. Whatever, it's, like, it's green slime. It's green Come slime, on. but it's so weird. Where it's like I've seen Predator movies now where people got green slime in their hands, probably giving them cancer. And then now in this movie, I'm like, oh look, all the CG green slime everywhere. Whatever. Yeah, I know. Just a com- complaints, complaints. What are you gonna do? So uh, very good. Yeah, I mean, man. I wow. Enjoyed it. Yeah, that's that gets a wow, wow, wow. <laughs> I want to give that a quick while. Yeah, should definitely should have been in theaters. Definitely should have been in theaters. One hundred percent. Stupid idiots. That was an odd tangent. That brings me to fall. A fake movie. It looks like a fake movie, but you see the trailer. Should, it, yeah, but I watched the trailer. I'm like, this movie's not real. Actually, there is no real. It's just a teaser, right? Like, That's just yeah. the shot going from the bottom of the tower yeah. all the way to CG shot of, from going the top all to the, the bottom. way up. We, extreme close-ups. Yeah. This movie was made to be seen in 3D like 10 years ago. Yeah, 10 years ago would have been a 3D movie <laughs> for sure. Now, I mean, it is. Um, it was shot, I believe, with IMAX cameras. Okay. And watching the movie, I go, oh, yeah, there's some shots in here for sure. Like, would have been very effective on an IMAX. Still works good in a, in a movie theater. So here's a surprise. Drew, you ready for this? Sure. Ball is actually made pretty well. Okay. Surprise. So the fake the fake movie is actually a well-made movie? It's actually a pretty well-made, <laughs> technically pretty well-made movie, I got to say. It's two girls. Well, okay, first off, the movie starts with um, uh, two girls and a guy. Uh, climbing up the side of a of a of like a cliff face, and one girl's doing all free solo style, and then the other one is her in a rope. She's tethered to her boyfriend. All right, now the movie's about the boyfriend falls. I was about to say the movie's about two girls <laughs> climbing a tower. So all right, <laughs> the boyfriend's gotta go. The boyfriend, this boyfriend's gotta go. Um, so boyfriend dies. So the girl is in grief. So she, so she's Sylvester Stallone in Cliffhanger, and her friend yes. is Free Solo. Yes, exactly. And she is like, <laughs> you need to get over Gabe. You need to get over your, the death of your friend's girlfriend, whoever. Michael, Michael, uh, what's his name? Michael Bean? No, nah, Michael Bean. <laughs> yeah. Michael Rooker's girlfriend. <laughs> and uh, you need to climb this, this TV tower with me, this old decommissioned TV tower, because it's 2,000 feet tall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, it, and, and, it, and because it's decommissioned, there have not been a safety check down on it oh no 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 so long this thing is rusty screws loose crazy Are you kidding me <laughs> <laughs> it's very funny totally actually. Safe. so yeah totally safe so the setup is she's in, in horrible grief a year later and her dad is the comedian jeffrey dean morgan and you know he climbs too because he has like a north face uh, yeah. vest on uh-huh. but he doesn't that, do that's it. how you can tell he that's how you can tell he's a climber it's in the family but uh he also doesn't like he doesn't do anything. No. He's just in a couple scenes. Mostly on the phone, be like, I love you. <laughs> um, so she's like, I'm grieving, I'm sad. Wah. And then the, her friend, one who's the free soloing one, she shows up out of nowhere and she's like, I'm about to go do I'm this. A, I'm about to free solo this tower. I'm a free solo this tower. Come do it with me. It's going to be awesome. You want to Eiffel Tower this tower with me? Yeah. <laughs> Let's Eiffel Tower this bitch, the two of us. And. Um, she is like, you know, it's like get over your fear and your grief. And if you let your fear, blah, blah, blah. It's all real, uh, real lip uh-huh. service bullshit. Uh, takes a minute for them to like get to the tower <laughs> to set up all of this stuff. Okay, I can see why this is an hour and 40 minutes and not an hour does, 30. Does anybody fall? Well, the movie is called Fall. <laughs> I will say that. So there is falling. Multiple falls happen. Okay. Actually, of various sorts. I uh, won't say who falls where, how far, what happens. Um, do, do, do any leaves fall? 
Are your leaves falling? No, not leaves. There's uh, well, I, I will give you the setup at least for the most part. Uh, it's autumn. It's <laughs> no, it's not autumn. It's during the desert. There ain't no autumn. It's hot. There's the sun. They uh, it's a 2,000 foot tall tower, and it's based on like a real TV tower out there outside Sacramento somewhere. At one point, it was the highest structure, the tallest structure in America. Um, now it's like the fourth tallest structure or some shit like that. And, uh, it's just like straight up ladder up the middle for the most part. And then the last 200 feet, there's a ladder on the outside to get up to the top platform. So they want to go all the way up to the top platform. Uh, and then what the smart thing is as they're going up, like you said, having no safety checks whatsoever as soon as they start climbing uh there's all, all these random shots of like this uh cable shit wobble 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 shaking yep. and like here th- this strut is like shaky 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 shaking like these screws loose 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 yep. loose there's so many shots like that it's very um final destination <laughs> yeah. which one of these things is <laughs> gonna go wrong kill them. yeah <laughs> exactly um so i don't know it's not a really spoiler but they do because it's a sub movie they do make it to the top they make it all the way to the top, to the 2,000 feet up there. They have a, they have a drone. They're going around. Because one of the girls, the one who convinces her to do it, she's a YouTuber. And she like has oh, her tits yeah. hiked up. And her friend's like, what are you doing? It's like, it's for the clicks. Tits get clicks or something like that. Yeah. There's some real uh, surface level commentary about social media culture. But it's very superficial. And... Uh, and uh, so they're, they're up there for a reason. They're up and also going to spread the ashes of the boyfriend. And then like, all right, now it's time to get down. And then the outside ladder falls apart. And there's no 200 feet between them and the next level and the ladder. And it's smooth. Like, they're just stuck up there. So it becomes them like, how do we survive up here? And how do we how do we get help? Uh, of course, there's no cell phone service. They got to talk through all that shit. So it's a it's a survival movie is what it is for the most part. And yeah, it's fine. I thought it was fine. One eye on the fine scale. Pop right at the top of that fine scale. I, uh, it's tense. You know, it's suitably tense. Like, oh, is this when it happens? Are they going to fall here? Um, vultures show up and do some pecking. That's pretty, pretty gross. Fun. It could have easily been an R rated movie. As a matter of fact, I think it wasn't initially intended to be R rated. Uh, they let the characters say fuck a whole bunch. And then a news story came out this week about how the, the director is also the co-CEO, co-founder of some AI startup company. And, okay. and they use their, their patented technology to, to uh, deep fake the girl's mouths every time they curse to change it to like freak or something. She was, okay. She's like, we're stuck up here on this freaking yeah. tower. Um, and like knowing that going into the movie, I was kind of like, that's pretty good. It's pretty good. He fooled me. That's definitely some good mouth the uh, deep faking. Um, so they they they, well, they well, deep fake into a PD there too. Well, they, they've been working for a long time on those blowjob videos, Chris. So yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. You know those blowjob videos, <laughs> the deep fake ones. Wink, wink. That's what they all say. <laughs> um, the uh, so it's tense. The actors are fine. The story is whatever. It's pretty. Um, like you know what we can get rid of? I think we can finally can we put this trope to bed? The trope of um, the person who's grieving someone and then they call their phone to get their voicemail and listen to it and then the voicemail is also like hi i'm kidding it's just leave a message at the blah 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 like can we put both those to bed at the same time uh, yes right and then oh man within 20 minutes uh she calls the number back and it's like dude dude, dude this number has been disconnected and she's like no that was so the, the disconnecting it was so comical some, some, some of it makes it yeah it's like uh, the the tropes and conventions are so obvious that it becomes kind of laughable. So they didn't put enough effort into the actual story 
itself. Mm-hmm. You know, they were just like, we just got to get the girls on the tower and then figure out the survival part. I and mean, that is really, you know, the compelling part of the movie, what makes the movie worthwhile to watch. But you do want a little bit of like believable emotion under there Sounds to kind good. of, yeah, to sell it. And they tried, but um, they could have done a better job. The, uh, now I got to say, as I was watching the movie, I was like, all right, I know they didn't put these girls up there on some 2000. They didn't, they didn't fucking Burj Khalifa, Tom Cruise, no. this shit. But how? I want to know how they got these shots because it, it's very, if it's, I don't know what CG, what is it? Like, it's very, very good, very believable looking. There's some shots of the tower when you're looking down, it's extended, like that feels fake. But otherwise, it's like, this is some, uh, like maybe, really good looking believable shit maybe they used the drones Chris the drones they they could obviously use drones uh, I was thinking they could have had a tower a portion of a tower like 30-40 feet of it built on sort of towards a cliff where then you can look out and then you, you see nothing underneath it so you can get shots from one side and I was trying to figure out I was watching a movie and I was like man how did they get these shots which also tells you that I wasn't like completely compelled by the story because no. I'm looking at it like, <laughs> like how did they do this <laughs> Like, oh, well, she's sad about something. Yeah, sure, she's sad. But how did they get that <laughs> shot, though? That's a good shot. Oh, boyfriend's dead. Okay, don't care about oh, that. Oh, boyfriend, yeah, sure. Oh, uh, this is, I don't know, maybe kind of spoilery, but it's funny, though. I got to point out. Um, the, she pulls a, a, a Conan the Barbarian tree of woe, like, to a vulture, which is pretty awesome. Whoa. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the movie has a couple of little surprises. Yeah. That's fun. What? Actually, yeah, that movie has like two or three little surprises when it happened. I was like, oh, please make this happen. And then it happened. I was like, yes, it did it. That's awesome. Uh, so it was fine. Like when, whenever it's on Hulu or whatever, you know. It'll be there. Yeah, throw it on. Throw it on. I don't think you'll be disappointed by it if you, you know, medium level expectations. Um, Better or worse than The Shallows. Ooh, I would say it's shallow. It's It's the same level of The Shallows. Okay. Yeah, because the shallows had similar parts. I was like, that's yeah, ridiculous. But then also, it's like, oh, this is pretty tense. Like, holy shit. Yeah, it was pretty tense. It was pretty good. Um, yeah, the shallows is, is a surprising one. Was that Alexander Aja? Who did that one? No, that's Haume Kole Sera. Who now we're getting ready to see Black Adam. Oh, boy. I don't know about that Black Adam. Looks like a lot of hype for nothing, right? Yeah. It seems seems a little overblown. It's going to be. It's going to be generic. It's going to be generic and. You know, DC's going to be like, it's going to make a billion dollars. It's not. It's going to make, I mean, he's going to pull international. Maybe the Batman money, seven fifty. We'll see. Maybe, maybe we'll make Shazam level monies. How much do you think Shazam made? Because I, I think it was a little bit of a surprise hit. Well, I mean, well, it's because it had zero expectations. It did have zero expectations. It was like, Shazam, Zachary Levi, the fuck? And then it came out. People were like, actually, oh, well, actually, this isn't bad. <laughs> Um, three hundred and sixty-six million worldwide. Yeah, Shazam money. That, that seems right. Shazam yeah. money. So you think Black Adam's gonna make Shazam money? Sure. But what's the average? Average Dwayne Johnson. Average Dwayne Johnson. Peck size. <laughs> um, Thirty-six inches. Box office. That's per peck. That's per peck. Baby. Um, his movie's average. Eh? Three hundred million worldwide. There we go. Here we go. Okay. So that's <laughs> now we got a number for Black Adam for expectations. Put your expectations in check, guys. Oh, man. I did not watch it. Um, But we did watch 
Emily the Criminal. Yes. Taking the world by storm, this movie. <laughs> I didn't even know the movie existed until I watched it. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> and it's any marketing. It just popped up on my Regal thing. Like, this is a movie you can watch. It popped up last week. And I chose to see uh, Fall <laughs> instead dead. because I was like, that's not a real movie. And then I it went. It isn't a real movie. And, but then I went and saw it. I was like, oh, actually, it's one of them. So it's does not, that mean you're going to watch Draft Day next? It's not a good movie. I've been, honestly, <laughs> Drew, that's been on my short list of like, I need to watch this, I need, I need to watch watch this watch Bananas movie. movie. I need to watch this Bananas fake movie. The Cleveland Browns, their draft pick? What is this? What is this alternate universe? Or not only does this movie exist, but centered on the Browns. The Browns! Oh, I can't wait. Yeah, Draft Day. Is Draft Day available? I should look that up. Um... Oh, you're, oh, that's fine. You're, there we go. You're good. Yeah, I got all these goddamn cables going everywhere, every which way. I'm obviously, guys, not an audio engineer. You may have noticed, though, that the show has been sounding a little better the last couple of episodes. At least uh, no more uh, glitches in terms of the audio. Um, the, the laptop I, I am still working with isn't great for recording. However, uh, thanks to the Patreon monies, I was able to pick up uh, an MP3, a Zoom H6 recorder. We're... D- Recordings of that, baby. Thank you, patrons. Thank you, patrons. Couldn't have done it without you. We won't do it without you. Actually, if we had zero patrons, I would still do it. it, it and then you could be like, you're out of here. And I'm sitting here in the room by myself like, guys, how's it going? When we get down to zero patrons, that's when I'm finally like, you know what? Fuck this. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's, that's, it's just like a comedy wait, skit. I'm wait, sitting wait here. nobody's listening? <laughs> yeah. Okay, fuck this. <laughs> yeah, you, you actually check the Patreon. Yeah. It's like, wait a second. He hasn't posted an episode in, in months. <laughs> We're just getting together. Why don't we just go out to a bar? What's wrong with this guy? Um, I'm happy to report that draft day is on Pluto. So. Okay, so there we go, man. So, Maybe so I'll long. watch it too. <laughs> Chadwick Boseman's in this thing. Get what? <laughs> this is a, a bananas cast. What a fake movie. I can't wait. Okay. Um, so, em- yeah, Emily the Criminal. I was like looking at movies last week. Saw Fall and said, but then Emily intrigued me because it's Aubrey Plaza. It's not. It's it, Aubrey the Plaza. It's not bad, Chris. The movie itself? Yeah. No, it's not bad at all. I, I, I thought I it was... I was actually uh, surprised at how decent it was. Yeah, it's... It's, it's not that spectacular. It doesn't bend any genres or do anything crazy or right. blow your mind. Right. Or, it, it is just a solid little thriller. It, it, it's, it has a simple story that it wants to do about this girl, Emily. Girl, what is she? Maybe 30? They don't yeah. really say... Uh, she's saddled with student debt. She has a criminal record. Which keeps her out of jobs. Keeps her out of good jobs. So she's working as a, like a cater- independent contractor for a catering delivery company. Caterer. I, I feel that, Chris. Because the restaurant industry will take anybody. That's why I was in it for 20 years. Exactly. That's why a lot of people get into it. And, um, yeah, she is, like, getting desperate for money. She she sends in $400 to pay her student loan, and it all goes towards interest. Her, her balance yeah. doesn't budge. I'm, I mean, I, I feel that. That's brutal. So... Uh, she gets a line on uh, Secret Shopper. Dummy, yeah, Dummy Shopper. No, <laughs> Dummy Shopper. Dummy Shopper. Uh, just using stolen credit card information to purchase products, and then you get a tiny, tiny cut. Uh, on Rotten Tomatoes, says 93%. No. So, I mean, yeah, because it's a well made enough movie. Yeah. You know, it's like if you, if this just popped up on uh, Amazon Prime or Hulu. Oh, this was if this was a prime original, everyone would be like, "Did you see that movie with the criminal?" This should have been a Hulu exclusive, and then Prey should have been in theaters. Agreed. You know, yes, that, yes, that that would have been much nicer. Yes, uh, but ninety three percent still not bad. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's like so she gets into it, she tries it out, and then she get goes a little and deeper and goes a little deeper. Things escalate, and then things escalate. Things escalate, believably properly, but you know, you're like, oh shit, then there's a couple times you're like, whoa. When they start breaking out the box cutters, you're like, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, you can do some down with box cutters. Chris, and it is an R-rated they, movie. My, 
fucking a bunch of Arabs took over two planes with box cutters. Yeah, dude. <laughs> bunch of Saudis. Sorry, were they Saudis? Yeah, or they were just the Sa- Saudi backed. No, they were well, Saudis. For, mostly for the, Saudis. The majority of them were Saudis and Saudi backed. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we're calling you guys out. They're gonna they're gonna kill us. No, they're fucked. They will they they do not fuck around. I, I know, but they're oil rich assholes and they only they, they'll, that's why they'll, that's why they think they can do it yeah but they'll only off you if they care Chris we we are too low mm. on the totem pole for them to give two shits about us that's fair that's actually correct <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see if this thing even even made any money it's, so far it's only at uh, $670,000 well, that sounds about right it just came out a couple weeks ago I mean, it's but a, it has no marketing tiny movie tiny no, movie no marketing un, unknown director uh, Aubrey Plaza's your biggest star in the movie and how she's come she, even so, not that she's not, she's not that big Chris how come she's not a bigger star though I feel like she's such a good actress she's very charismatic she's good looking I mean she she always well, delivers I good th- work I think it has she was too popular on television uh, Parks and Rec saddled with the Parks and Rec with that with that it, persona it's, it's hard like, kind of, same thing with Krasinski when, he's still when, when always you, Jim when you have a TV show or something that is mass consumed like that yeah. for so long yeah. and it kind of becomes like part of like culture yeah it's really hard to break out of it. I mean look how long it's taken Daniel Radcliffe to maybe not be considered Harry Potter true that's very that's very true. And, and to this of, day, people are still like it's fucking Harry Potter. People are going, Harry, Potter <laughs> Harry Potter grew up and he's doing yeah, good yeah. for himself. He's doing other things. Good for him, exactly. Luke Skywalker, Luke no, Skywalker's uh, over here. Exactly, it's it's one of those that's things. Tough. I mean, that's tough. Chris Pratt had to give himself body dysmorphia to, yeah. to break out of his thing. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah. He had to like start hating the food that he ate in uh-huh. order to, <laughs> in order to be. Yeah, and this is this guy's first feature film, Emily. That's so he's an unknown guy. She's not. Not big enough. She's not making a big enough food. But still, I mean, people like it. Like 75% it, on Metacritic, 7.1. A 7 out of 10, is that how you're feeling this thing? Sure. That's right. I'd probably give it a... Actually, you know what? J- just because it's something new and fresh and done by people that I don't see a lot of, I'd yeah. give it an extra half. A I like that. 7.5. That works for me. Uh, yeah, because it's like appropriately tense. Yeah. I like the guy who played uh, Youssef. Yeah. Who's this guy? <laughs> I feel like I've seen him in things before, but I don't know what. Yeah, have we? That's interesting. Um, and he's, uh, what are they? Lebanese. Leb- he's a Lebanese dude. And he's the, the leader of the little, well, one, co-leader. That's where the drama's coming yeah. from, right? Who's really in charge here. And uh, yeah, like everyone, everyone's really good. Plaza's great in the lead. Well, I think she's fantastic. Theo Rossi. Let's see who this guy is. This is the, the guy who plays the leader. And, and then uh, sort of a love interest. Yeah. Which is, which is interesting. That's just the way it works. Oh, man. This dude was born in Staten Island. I mean, yeah. There we go. He's uh, he was in Sons of Anarchy. Did you watch Sons of Anarchy? Nope. He was in Army of the Dead. I don't remember. I barely remember that movie. Yeah. Uh, he was on Luke Cage. He okay. played Shades Alvarez. <laughs> So he's one. Of, oh man! So what is his nationality then? If he's playing uh, Spanish people, and... I mean, maybe he's like maybe he's like Oscar Isaac, where he's just brown enough to be vaguely anything. Just brown enough. <laughs> Isaac's half Guatemalan, good enough. <laughs> he's like Egyptian. It works. Get him in the sun. Grow a beard. Do whatever you want, kid. Um. Anyway, Staten Island. That's so fucking funny. Maybe he knows the. Uh, maybe he knows the. Uh, the Impractical Jokers. Maybe. Maybe he went to school with them. Here we go. Syrian, Lebanese, Italian, Spanish, North African. Oh, okay. So he's a 
freaking much. So he can claim, he, he can lay claim to pretty much any role he wants. Yeah, uh-huh, yeah. He's like Italian, I got you. I got you, <laughs> I got you, I got you. You need Middle Eastern, I got you. You know, people are just like figuring out now on, on, on the interwebs that Giancarlo Esposito isn't Spanish. They're like, what, this guy is Afro-Italian. What the fuck, everyone's freaking out about that. Well, I mean, just just because he has the name Juan Carlo Esposito doesn't mean... Well, no, Giancarlo. Still. Which is, uh, but still, yeah, everyone's like, well, we assumed he was like Spanish. Spanish or Afro-Spanish? No, he's, why? Because he's Italian, why? Italian be, black. Be, because he's played a cartel leader in mm-hmm. fucking Breaking Bad. So now you're just like, oh, he must be Spanish. This is the point where he, he's an actor. This is the point it where means when, he did his job properly, if you believe that. Yeah, yeah, that's that's true. It's the point where what's his name? The guy who plays the uh, the Salamanca in the in the Breaking Bad. That dude pops up. I was like, is this guy even Spanish? Who the fuck? His name's Tony Dalton. Hey, Spanish <laughs> motherfucker. And I look him up, and he's like straight up like a Mexican actor. <laughs> Who's graced us with his presence in that show? There you go. Uh, so that's how used to I am, like non-Spanish people playing these roles, yeah. these criminal roles. Uh, well, I mean, that's what I, I mean. This guy's good, Theo Rossi. He's good. I mean, hell, Chris, we had a we had an Estevez play the president on television for how long? No, that was awesome. Even though everyone thought he was a sheen, <laughs> he's an Estevez. He he's very recently in, in interviews has said that he's he regrets that. yeah retroactively yeah. regrets that decision. Everyone understands why he did it. No, no, one's, no one's blaming him for no, it. No, you but, can't. But even his son, his son did the same thing. But then his other yeah. son didn't. And which had the better career? Man, Charlie was on TV <laughs> for a long time. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> there's there's a reason you do this shit. <laughs> but I think Emilio, I think he may have purposefully transitioned to behind the camera because he started doing directing. He's directed a few movies, produced some stuff. That may have been more of a conscious. We don't we don't know. We're talking. No idea. About it. Pure, I'm talking. I'm just pure talking speculation. Out of my ass. Talking out of my elbows. <laughs> elbows and assholes. Everyone's got two of them. What's the same about oh, opinions? Okay, sure. Opinions are like elbows. Everyone has two of them. Right. The right one and the wrong one. Uh huh. Sure. That's how that goes. I should put that on a on a pillow. That's pretty good. Uh, yeah, Emily, Emily the Criminal is good. It's definitely like you know when it hits streaming. You, oh no, no yeah, yeah. You, there's no need to rush out and watch this in theaters. We just this got is, the regal pass, so yeah. it's like fuck it. This is definitely like when it comes out on streaming, check it out. If and, you're into Aubrey Plaza, check it out. If you're into cool old crime thrillers, check it out. And then also for us, it was even a matter of like the scheduling oh, kind of no, shows it no, for yeah, us too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I was like, well, are we gonna see this? Or are we gonna see Beast? There's bodies, bodies, bodies. I mean, I'd ra- I would have rather seen bodies, 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 but I got shit to do today. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and and they started a little too late i think did i look up i forgot to look up if uh if beast is even worth checking out now no. in theaters no i no i saw the trailer i'm not interested not even i'm, I'm interested in, you not know interested. you know honestly what gets me you know what gets me interested charlotte copley and that's fine i'm, I'm, a fan. I'm, I'm not a, watching I'm a, a fan. bad idris elba movie just for charlotte copley well how about a mediocre one no 68 percent. yeah that is totally forgettable the Dragon Ball movie has 91%, but well, that's, kind of, that's kind of preaching to the choir, though. Well, I was about, yeah, I was about to say, the only people who are going to see that are people who fucking love Dragon Ball Z. I mean, so like you saw the trailer, right? You decided, no, I'm yeah, out. No, exactly. I'm out. So, so here's the Beast uh, summation. It says, oh, I got to hit this button here. It says, oh, now it's reloading. 101, oh, now it's doing this thing. Continue to the site. All right, here we go. It says, want to watch Idris Elba fight a lion? <laughs> The admirably, admirably lean, yet ultimately disposable. That's what the trailer is definitely uh-huh. giving vibes of. Yeah. Beast is just the movie you're looking for. Beast is just the movie for which you are looking, you fucking idiots. <laughs> there you go. I fixed it for Grammar. them. I fixed it for them. 
Philistines, Chris. Grammar is a European construct of uh, oppression, and we shouldn't really. Excuse you know, me. We shouldn't really be. Uh, well, I mean, I, I, I do kind of agree that rules for language is kind of dumb. <laughs> yes, yeah, that changes, evolves. But at the same time, like. But sometimes it just, things just hit the ear. Nice. Well, no, and especially, especially when you went to a fucking gifted school and took how many years of actual like labeling past participles and sentences and shit. Like, my brain's trained for it. Yes. So when I hear it and it's wrong, like there's part of me that goes, eh, you said that wrong. Oh, I don't give a fuck. Uh, I'm not a grammar Nazi. You are a grammar Nazi. That's why Nazi. Chris Crespo, grammar Nazi. Nazi is correct. European again. Yes. Uh-huh. But get the, don't, don't think of those participles, though. That's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> no labeling past participles? No. Put them, tuck them into the sentences where they belong. Linking everything's properly together. It's like you're just building a train. You're trying to get that train from out of the station to its destination. You do it by laying the tracks. Tracks are grammar. <laughs> My grammar's terrible. Um, <laughs> I'm looking at this at the cast list here for 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 Emily the criminal, the lady who played Alice, the one who she does get the they, they build up to the interview, the oh, big yeah. interview. Gina Gershon. Yeah, I I was like, why is this face? Why is the killing me? It's Gina Gershon. <laughs> Yeah, good for her. The second I saw her face, I was like, I, I don't know who this is. It was, it was, it was killing me as I was watching. Yeah, was it, maybe it was the hair and the glasses. 90s, I feel like man. she was like behind everything. Yeah, yeah, Queen, Queen of the Night is shit. Uh, Killer Joe, mm-hmm. uh, she's awesome in that. that. That's a wild ass. Is that William Freakin's last good movie? Maybe. Probably. Killer Joe. That's a wild one. And that was uh, in the height of the. No, actually, it was towards the beginning of the reconnaissance. Mm-hmm. It was like that and mud. Leading up to his small part in Wolf of Wall Street, no. right? And then everyone was like, Matthew McConaughey, where you been, baby? Well, well, and then he does True Detective with goddamn Woody Harrelson. And then True Detective happens at the same just time. Drooling. Yes, absolutely. That is absolutely correct. Um, all right. Well, look at this. Let's look at this cast list. Uh, anyway, so, uh, yeah, my criminal's fine. Meh. Let's see. Do you even know that the man who ma- created Mad Max Fury Road is currently making the Mad Max prequel? Also made a the Happy Feet series. Happy my feet. mind just my mind got blown this week with that. Those are the Happy Feet. And, yep. and and now this this weird ass fucking modern adult gin fairy tale thing. Yes, modern to the point where even in the opening, it's explicitly a fairy tale. In the opening narration from Tilda Swinton, Swinton, she's all like. This is a true story, but the only way for you to believe it would be if I present it as a fairy tale. And they're like, oh, all right, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you say, tell us. So she's a, a solitary narratologist. What was she? Right? Narratologist, she's, yes. She's into the, 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 the history and tenets of storytelling, of narrative, and about, how it relates yeah. to our understanding of our world around yeah. us, et cetera, et cetera. The study of storytelling. And I mean, the, the movie itself is almost... It's also exercising that exactly. It's all about what story do we want. Half the movie is explicitly about these type of stories. Have this are cautionary tales, and then the second half is like, well, now we're going to do the story. You know? <laughs> and here is said cautionary here is tale. said cautionary tale. So the uh, she's, a, she's a narratologist, and like, apparently she goes around the world doing uh, these presentations with a little team of people. And in this movie, she's in Istanbul, mm-hmm. not Constantinople. Istanbul, yeah. And uh, at, the, at an amazing hotel, the Para Palace Hotel. I was I, I, most obsessed with that hotel. Like when you in that movie, when you're talking about cities that old, and it's like the something palace hotel. Like I guarantee you, at one point in time, that structure was actually a palace. It was a palace. <laughs> it must have been. 
Yeah, it had a sign that was ranked 1893 or something like that. Is that old? And it's turned into a fucking hotel. And you can only barely see the inside through her doorway when like room service comes. And it's like it's all white. All these staircases. I wanted to, I wanted to go out there so bad. Like, what's in there? I want to see what the rest of the hotel no, looks they like. No, they can only afford to film in the one room. In the one room. And then they're fucking, well, that room is also incredible looking. And uh, the view. Come on. I want to live in that hotel. Anyway, if this movie was about that hotel, like Grand Budapest style, I, I, I think I might be more into it. Okay. I think I would be. But instead, so she goes down to the market, finds a little glass uh, uh, jar, takes it, decorative jar, takes it back to her room, cleans it. Opens up the genie, the gin, the gin specifically, the gin, Idris Elba, who then proceeds to spend the next hour telling stories of his Uh past uh, entrapments Uh and wishes, wish giving. She's a narratologist, Chris. She's interested in the story. She wants a story and she doesn't want to make any wishes. Uh So for that first half of the movie, it's like her resisting wishing. And they're talking about how it's a cautionary tale. Well, and it's because she knows all the stories of Jin. And exactly. And so then I'm like watching this movie, like, man, this is actually, I actually found that pretty interesting. Yeah, well, I mean, the, the setup was super interesting. I think so, because I was like, uh, oh, this is a world where, you know, the story of Aladdin exists. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. she's smart enough to know that, oh, this is a bad road. And I'm, I was interested in seeing how they found a smart way to, like, uh, Still take her down that bad road, even though she tried not to the entire time? Either that, or avoid that road and no. find a way to get her to do a thing where it's like, oh, wow, she really did solve the, like the, the riddle of the three wishes, but I guess not, you could call I, it. I mean, it's, it's, it's the same riddle that Aladdin solved, Chris. A hundred percent. And risk of saying, spoiler alert, I mean, just guys, heads up. You should, everyone should see this. At one point, I was like, is that yeah. all that's going to happen? Uh-huh. And yeah. that's what happens. It's the Aladdin ending. Yeah. So. Uh-huh. <laughs> nothing <laughs> big setup for nothing new whatsoever uh-huh. right the new thing is uh, the Idris Elba yeah he's and, like and big, he's a little bigger than normal and, and, and he's got pointy ears and he's half naked the whole time <laughs> he's got pointy ears and sometimes I was like I can see the seam of the makeup there where they, where they put the ears on his head I was like hey, come on do a little better guys um, I thought it was I just thought the movie was only okay you know Agreed. I, I mean I liked the way it looked I wasn't too big on the second half of the of the of the narration there or the story I was like looking at reviews online. I rarely do this before we do a show, but I was going to just went ahead and looked at what other people are saying about this. And I saw a couple of reviews where like the movie doesn't pick up until it gets to the point where she finally does make a wish. And then the story, you know, takes that second part. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, man, for me, that's where it sort of loses me, where it, it gets less inventive and more uh, what you would expect if someone told me, oh, these, we're making a genie movie with Idris Elba until the well, story. Well, not just a genie movie, an updated genie movie. Update, like, yeah, we're sure. bringing him into the 21st, 21st century. century, literally. Yes. And that has consequences as well. That is interesting. That's what was interesting. The um, metaphysical, physiological yeah. explanation for the jinn and what he is and all that. I like that it took those little, you know, sign, sign routes there. And that was interesting stuff. But then there was like, you know, later in the movie, the neighbors show up. And then they're like racist, and then she tells them off right away. And she's like, "No, I'm Dude. sick of dealing with those people." I'm like, well, "There's another scene that got cut what, out where what, we were introduced to these people." One of those old ladies was from fucking Fury Road. Oh, one of the uh, one of one the, of the hags. One of the hags. She specifically that what the hag that worked back in the Morton Joe's place. No, or one of the I, I don't know who she was. Or maybe she was part of the uh, what do they call the ladies that live out in the green place that's on green? Oh anymore. no, that was no because she she was yeah that's exactly what it was. Yeah. She was one of the older ladies because she dies at the end like holding the she was the lady with the bag. Lady with in the Fury bag. Road. Yeah, but I saw her face. And I was like, you were in goddamn Mad Max. That's awesome. <laughs> I love that. I lo- I love him using people like that. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean. What are, you, what are you walking out of it? What are you, you were like, hey. Yeah, I mean, I'm glad that movies like this can get made because sure. I'm sure 
you know, people George Miller's age, their minds were blown by this movie. Maybe. Probably. Yeah, probably. There were a decent amount of older folk in the theater. Maybe it was just marketed towards older an older audience, and that's why we didn't see much marketing for it. Yeah. You know, that could be it. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's like you don't see movies like this often. No, exactly. Straight up magic. Yeah. But like taken. But, but for adults. Yeah, for adults. Like no, taken no, seriously. No, normally movies like this are made for children. Yes. So. Yeah, exactly. It was an interesting take. Um, I mean, I'm glad I saw it. Would I, well, am I ever going to watch it again? No. No. I <laughs> no, I'm not. It's like a, it's almost like a, a Jupiter ascending mm-hmm. where I'm like, well, you know, this was interesting and different. It's and, got some cool stuff in it. Yeah, but... and, and wild choices for wow. sure. But uh, I, don't no. I don't know if I need to see this again. <laughs> no, I don't think I do. Um, the Rotten Tomato score is at 70% and it drops okay. down about 65% when you do the top critics. That's all right. It does. An average rating of like six and a half. The audience score is a little surprising. 74% seems kind of high. I, I th- thought it'd be a little more divisive. Well, I mean, audiences. I, Chris, I doubt very many people saw this movie. That's the thing. I, I was pulling that up here. Um, in your top 10, where do you think it lands? What, this week? Yeah, Probably opening like, weekend. Like number six. Somewhere between six and eight. Damn. Are you talking about number seven? Yeah. Somewhere between six and eight. That'll be seven. <laughs> uh-huh. And that is correct. <laughs> hey, look at that. Wow, you know. uh, yeah, no, this movie, I mean, nobody's, nobody is no seeing one, this movie. No one knows about nobody it. Nobody even knows this movie is out. It's on 2,400 screens. It made $2.8 million this weekend. Yeah, because nobody knows this movie. It even exists. Yeah. Uh, Marissa, uh, my, my special lady friend, only came because uh, I was like, hey, you want to go see this new Idris Elba Tilda Swinton movie that's not the lion one <laughs> <laughs> you want to see him not punch a lion yeah and she was like oh yes it was Iris Elbow but she had no idea what this was and then for the record she hated it <laughs> she, oh she hated I just thought she disliked it no it got, it she, got upgraded she, to it hate it got upgraded, uh, upgraded to hate she's like I hate that movie <laughs> she found it boring and and um boring and what else did she say mostly boring okay there you go I ain't gonna argue with someone find something yeah, boring yeah no uh I was intrigued for most of it, though. I, I don't know if it was necessarily... It's like, it's it's so ambitious, considering all the different time periods it covers, and there's even, like, a battle sequence, you know, no. a 300-style CG battle sequence. There's, like, uh, a lot going on in this under-two-hour movie that, for the most part, does mostly take place in one hotel room, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Tilda Swinton's got a towel on her head half this movie. Yep. When she took it off, I was like, oh, yeah, she's got a <laughs> towel on there. It's like it drew attention to it. Um, I don't know. I appreciate that it exists, but... It is what it is. It's like a George Miller completist type of thing, mm-hmm. you know, right? Uh, meet sooner to rewatch like Happy Feet Two. I've never seen those movies. I don't plan on watching. You never seen them? We must have. Seen, you just saw Happy Feet with me in theater, didn't you? I don't think so. Did I go with my family to see that. I mean, I I know what it is. I know of Happy Feet, Dancing Penguins. I get mm. it. Happy Feet's more than that, though. It's weird. <laughs> it's so weird. It takes a turn. It takes a turn. It's it's a George Miller movie yeah. through and through. Even though it's an animated I mean, family movie, that's a jukebox musical. I mean, d- does it go like into penguin culture? Because penguins are some fucked up animals. Too. It, it does in its they way. Do twisted no, shit. Yeah, they don't show them like you know uh, gang raping each other. No, 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 no. no, no, no. <laughs> the, the it's for peng- families, Drew. It's for families. The, the, the penguin murder, the penguin rape, the pe- the penguin thievery. <laughs> no, no, there is there's a great um, penguin being chased by a sea lion sequence yeah, that happens. Yeah, a that, lot. That's a great sequence. And then, uh, and then a good chunk of the movie, like for the first thirty minutes of the movie, like jukebox music, they're just like singing. It's Hugh Jackman and Nicole Kidman oh, okay. singing, uh, like Moulin Rouge style Nirvana songs. I can't remember the songs that they use. 
And uh, but then like halfway through the movie, it takes a turn, and the main penguin he's got to go Happy Feet himself. He's got to go on a journey, and then it becomes this road movie with him and the Robin Williams penguin, and they're going through the elements, and it's fucking crazy all of a sudden. And then it and then it takes a turn at the end. We're like, what the fuck is? <laughs> it's wild. It's a weird wild movie. Um, bodies, 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 bodies cubed, bodies. No, next three. No, no it's it's bodies, 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 Chris. Bodies, bodies, bodies. B B B. We gotta find a shorter way to say this. Just say bodies, bodies, bodies. So we saw bodies, bodies, bodies. Um, this weekend. And what do you think? I, it was. I don't want to give anything away. It was an interesting take on the slasher genre, on the, though. The the who done it slasher. Yeah. The the someone out there mysteriously like who uh-huh. is it? who's who's attacking yeah, us? Yeah, all? yeah, yeah. It's it's yeah. a it's an interesting take on that. Never quite seen it done that way and then you know other than that it's just an updated it is a it is a slasher of the twist yep. from 2022 yes and it is time stamped and it will always be from this time period because of the music and the technology and everything like music technology the vernacular the the, the characterization all, the, yeah the at times very on the nose i guess it's supposed to be satire mm-hmm. where it's like i'm triggered right now yeah. and it's like that's so ableist of you and yeah, shit like that yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's a Gen Z movie, and yeah, if you watch it 10, 20, 30 years from now, I'm like, oh man, this movie is so like twenty twenty. No, exactly. Just like watching like '90s stuff. And yeah. Like, ooh, like I, I, like I could feel the '90s just oozing out of it. Yeah, which is fun. I enjoyed. I enjoyed the uh, uh, seeing this interesting. I don't want to say. I think it's a sort of a distillation of uh, of a viewpoint of this of the of the culture, yeah. the Gen Z culture of the kids of the twenty somethings. Then they throw in a forty year old to be the old man. Then I'm like, man, I wish I looked like that. At <laughs> forty, I'm forty. That guy looks like well, he's on HGH. What's, that, what's happening over here? He's, I mean, he's, he's on all the testosterone in the world. He looks yeah, amazingly yeah. pace. Uh, who's fun in it? I enjoy oh, Lee Pace. Interesting character to play. And very interesting, I, weird I, character. I, I like, I like, I like the twist with him too. Yes. <laughs> yeah. There's all sorts of little twists yeah. and turns throughout the movie that that adds up. I, I think it adds up to something very entertaining and fun. I mean, definitely. Like, yeah. if I was of that age group, I would probably be like all about this movie. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> probably. But you know, I'm twice as old as half the people in the movie so, so. you're so you're just watching those people like I'm, these idiots well not these fuck, idiots fuck it, these vapid like, idiots i mean a, a lot of it is reminiscent of you know my 20s that's true though just with you know there were just different people and different music playing yeah, that's think, all except they're yeah. Yeah, and they're just dealing with the group chat yeah. you know it's the uh-huh. like physically talking behind each other's back they yes. do it on a chat wise exactly. or whatever it's a, and yeah and then you so it's all about like these characters that get together during a hurricane party uh, at at, Dave, at Pete Davidson's dad's house, so it's a huge old mansion. They're all rich for some reason. And they all do a bunch of drugs. So they all do a bunch of drugs. One of them is sober. One of our main characters, and then he, she brings her new girlfriend, who's the girl from the Borat. Bor- yeah. Borat. Mm-hmm. That's fun. Yeah, that's cool. That's nice. What's her name? Mario Baklava or something. It's good. It's good to see her do something that's not like Borat. Related, yeah, like you know? actual. Yeah, giving it a chance to actually do a character, mm-hmm. and she's good. They're yeah. all good. Everyone's good. Even Pete Davidson's fine. He's just sort of doing Pete Davidson, but whatever. Yeah. He's weaponizing that persona in a good way in this movie. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, he's he's just leaning into, no one doesn't like me, I'm just going to play the dickhead. No, that's fine. I'll just be a douchebag. I'll just be the <laughs> douchebag who's really into really into himself. Yeah. Um, like, I can do that. So then it, then what happens then becomes, uh, like, satisfying. Oh, yeah. No, I feel, oh, With all the characters. They, no, like, yeah. they find a way to set everyone up, and then everyone gets their, either their comeuppance or their, um, what is it, uh, like, uh, Retribute, not retribute, not even what I'm saying. I'm, 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 trying, just, to, I'm trying to get the opposite of come up. And swim, it's just, you know. it's, it's, it's a lot of fun watching people get distilled down to their base emotions right. and just fucking tear each other apart. Yeah. It's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. it's very Lord, <laughs> Lord of the Flies yeah. in a way. 
Um, bodies, bodies, bodies in its fourth weekend of release. We rarely review a movie that's been out for a couple of weeks like that. Yeah. Um, but it's a it's a weird time to be alive. Uh, it's in its f- number fourteen. Okay. Number fourteen. It's losing screens. It's down to two thousand screens, and it only made a million dollars this week for a total of just under ten. So I mean, it's an E two four. That's kind of what they're. That's kind of what they do. That's what their their movies generally make. It couldn't have cost them much to make it. One location. Yeah. Handful of actors. Some rain. Some rain. Yeah, rain (laughs) machines. Rain machines and a decent amount of money for uh, the the, the fake blood. Because uh, they can't afford CG blood, you kidding me? This is a case where no, we we have to go with the fake stuff. Caro syrup at the supermarket's way cheaper than hiring a guy to sit at a computer oh, frame yeah. by frame painting some bad looking fake blood. Like I never understand that. Maybe they think it's easier than, than Don said dealing with the actual mess, you know. And then we yeah. got all right. That now we got to redo this take, clean up everything, change this guy's shirt, clean clean his face. You know, how long does that clean take? Clean the set, clean everything. Okay, now here's take two versus in that amount of time, you could get like five takes off and then just put okay, in the this blood is, later. This is, this is the take we're using. Put in the blood. Thanks. Yeah, exactly. Man, that equation to save the most money, save much time. That's always a tricky one. If it's, if it's on me. Go down to fucking Publix. Get that goddamn caro syrup. Pick up, some, pick up some sponges. Pick up some magic erasers. Come on, man. <laughs> Get three shirts. We're doing this in three takes. Tops, you fuckers. Get it right. Number one movie at the box office this weekend is The Invitation. Made okay. a full yeah. $7 million. Ooh, that's man. A ba- that's people a bad are really weekend. going out to see the movies this weekend. No one's seeing shit. And then next weekend's Labor Day weekend. That's not good. It's going to be a rough few weeks for theaters. Um, there's a lack of like really big content. Bullet yeah. Train is still number is that number two in its fourth week. Seventy eight million. It made five million this weekend. I don't think it's going to make a hundred. That's pretty getting pretty close. Uh, Beast made twenty million so far. Top Gun number four. Yeah, is that wild? Only f- four, almost five million dollars this weekend. It only dropped twenty percent from last week. Six hundred and ninety million dollars. It's just domestic. It's just. I mean, how close is it to? Thing. Like if it keeps slow rolling, this money like is it's gonna hit seven hundred in two weeks, which puts it at like on the on the uh, on the scale because I know it's already dethro- dethroned a couple. Let's see if I can find. Uh, let's see uh, records. The numbers website is horrible. Yeah, it is so bad. It, it makes it such a pain in the ass to try to navigate. Um, man, because yeah, we got here. We go all time domestic. The Force Awakens is at nine hundred and thirty-six yeah, million. Yeah, I mean that's that's disgusting. That, that's a ridiculous amount of people who <laughs> that saw is, that movie. That is disgusting. Uh, Avengers Endgame eight hundred and sixty million. I'm rounding these numbers up. Yeah. Spider-Man No Way Home just came out eight hundred and four million. Okay. God damn, that's amazing. Yeah. Going all the way back now to two thousand nine for Avatar. That's seven sixty. Now it's dropping kind of fast. Black Panther's at seven hundred. So it's going to pass Black Panther. Because next is Top Gun Maverick at six ninety one, yeah. so it'll pass Black Panther. It won't catch up to Avatar at seven sixty. No. So it's going to be the number five domestic of all time. That's incredible! Wow, <laughs> nuts! Wow, and it'll be Paramount's second film in the top ten because they also released um, Titanic. Everything else is Walt Disney, Walt Disney, yeah. Fox, Walt Disney, Walt Disney, Universal, Walt Disney, Walt Disney, Walt Disney, Warner Brothers, Walt Disney, Walt Disney, Walt Disney, Walt Disney, Walt Disney, Fox, Fox, Walt Disney. <laughs> Crazy. 
Just call it, just call it the Disney already. It is. Like, it's, we're, it's, not, we're not going to the movies anymore. We're going to the Disney. We're going to the Disney. Let's go see the Disney. What's what's that Disney? Disney <laughs> is actually even with the movies they're burning on Hulu, uh, like Prey and the and the, what was that the the Princess, the Joey King movie. Um, even with the movies they're burning on streaming, they're still propping up theaters for the rest of the year with whatever releases they have yeah. left scheduled. Oh, yeah. um, there's a big story about how Warner Brothers said they only have enough cash. Uh, to be able to put out two more movies in theaters this year, uh, so it, it's a scary time. And then with uh, Cineworld uh, filing for Chapter Eleven, yeah, at least it's Eleven. If it was Thirteen, that would be fucked. Like, hey, ain't no more places. <laughs> gotta go to AMC. No, <laughs> I'm AMC. See that Nicole Kidman commercial? That oh. <laughs> even Heartbreak <laughs> feels good in here somehow. She says, um, "Yeah, buys, buys, buys. It was fun. It was fun, fun, fun." See it, see it, see it. Or wait till this first streaming. It'll be on Hulu. Like. Yeah, it's, I was about to say, it's not one of the movies like, you have to see it in theaters, no. but I would recommend seeing it. The best part about seeing it in theaters is when the, the soundtrack plays really loud. Yep. And you get some like, good bass. <laughs> and I go, all right, now I'm having fun. It's a good time. It's a good time. Um, anyway, so that's what we saw in theaters. I saw Samaritan on Amazon Prime. And? Oof. <laughs> oh, I, I, I almost clicked on it. Oh, boy. I mean... Uh, because you're such a comic book guy, you would see everything coming from so far away. I'm sure the the, the big twist of the movie is so obvious and telegraphed. It's like yeah. insulting okay. when it happens because yeah. it's like reveal. Like, like duh. duh. I thought it, it's, you practically told me that in the opening narration that that was going to happen. Um, it, it's very ridiculous. So Samaritan Sylvester Stallone. Hey, it's me. He plays a character named Joe. This is a very thought, very very creative uh unique mm-hmm. film he plays a character named joe who uh he had a twin brother and uh he was the good one the twin was the bad one so he called himself he helped people so he called himself samaritan wow oh. and then his brother was his nemesis so he called himself nemesis oh, oh shit. shit wow and they and they were fighting in granite city because <laughs> they're like well, what's not the use granite granite has me okay granite city. so he's made out of granite no no it's just physical um it's so stupid so um, and then the opening narration, they explained that there was a big fight between the two, and there I was like a, at a some sort of power plant, caused an explosion. They're both presumed dead, and then years later, uh, they're like, "Oh, we think that's Samaritan. We think Samaritan's still alive." And this kid is like tracking him, trying to figure out who's Samaritan. That's like his hobby. Yeah. Uh, and then Martin Starr plays a bookstore owner who also is a hobbyist who is like tracking him. It's stupid. And uh, and then when Joe makes his first big appearance, revealing his powers, it's to save the kid from a bunch of bullies. So he's beating up kids. Awesome! It's like, it's like wow, this guy's look at him beat up those at, children. Look at a superhero beat up a bunch of kids. Literally toss them around, and I'm like, wait, these are these are ten year olds. What are you doing? Twelve year olds? You're punching them. It's ugh. Stallone seems to be sleepwalking through half of it. Mm. It's like I'm, I'm not. I'm a Stallone fan. He, the natural charisma is there. Just looking at his weird, ugly face now. He's so <laughs> so old and beaten and, and aged. It's like it's an interesting face to look at. Um, I'm just Joe. I'm a garbage man. You know what I mean? Okay, fine. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> Stupid. Um, twists are obvious. And then the bad guy. Who's the bad guy? This guy's face. It, it's... Um, God damn, I need to look it up. Um, I meant to look it up earlier. He is not Travis Fimmel, but he has real Fimmel energy. Okay. <laughs> Fimmel energy, like it. Like, uh, I mean, if I, I tell you who this guy is, you're going to be like, oh, yeah, sure. Because he is, um, I think he was, what's his name? Euron Greyjoy in, in Game of Thrones. Okay. The one guy in all of Westeros who discovered cocaine. Uh-huh. Remember him? Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, that guy. Pilu Aspike. Okay. He's Danish. Um, this guy has good, like, movie energy, for sure. And he's the bad guy who, uh, he takes up the mantle of Nemesis. Like, he breaks, he finds Nemesis' mask and his old weapon, and he's like, I'm Nemesis now. And he gets the people to, like, follow him for some... It's so... It, it, it's... The movie's like an hour and 40 minutes, and it feels like they made a three-hour movie and then cut out an hour and 20 minutes. Because <laughs> so what, what, how are things happening? Why are things happening? Who who are these people and what, what's going on? It's strange. It's a strange bad movie. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's what it looked like in the trailers. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, it was alone. It was late. I was like, fuck it. 37% on the tomatoes. Ooh. So. Oof. Versus uh, 3,000 years 70. And what did Body Bodies is like 92. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, it's well reviewed. People like it. Oh, man, Samaritan. Yeah. Oof. And he's been promoting this movie on, on social media for like two years because the pandemic delayed a bunch of stuff. So I've been seeing him like, hey, Samaritan, and pictures of him in makeup and stuff. And. Like this thing's coming, you know, hey, well, watch out for this one. It's bad. It's going to be bad. So, I mean, watch out literally. Like, <laughs> like don't watch it. PFT Media Production.